Biofriendly Podcast. It's a Biofriendly Podcast. It's a Biofriendly Podcast. It's a Biofriendly Podcast. No. Whole thing's ruined. It's all ruined. Oh, it's podcast is canceled. It's just the cord? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I found So we spot. don't have to cancel the podcast? <laughs> okay. Thank goodness. Thank that's goodness. goodness. That's, that's a close one. Well, anyway. I wasn't talking just about this podcast. I meant the entire, the, the entire show. The entire show? You mean because of a staticky cable, we're going to end everything? We cannot everything? have low quality. We have a two Any, and a half year legacy, and you want to just call even it. Even a moment of low quality <laughs> is oh my God. the end for me. No, I have terrible news. There's what? a lot of moments of low quality. What? <laughs> Why wasn't I informed? <laughs> this is disaster. Phones ringing, people coming in. Remember when the delivery guy walked in in the middle well, of the show? Well, I think you and I have a different definition of low quality. Oh, oh you're right. You're right. I believe that's 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 high quality, exclusive yeah. content. It's what won us this award right here. Uh, that's Sorry. right. Which we'll point to as many times as possible. We have <laughs> another one that's supposed to be coming. Yes, we do. We're taking. Chill. We've we've been hawking the show when there's somebody waiting for us. I to know. We ha- he's waiting. He's waiting in the wilderness <laughs> so, too. So patiently. He's he's waiting in the wilderness. No. Uh, you, you said it just right. Welcome to the Biofriendly Podcast. I'm Jacob. I'm Noel. And Elise. I'm Elise. She's Elise. She, she can be Elise today. <laughs> yeah. But today, I'm excited about our guest. And he, if you're watching the show, you've seen him sitting there patiently as we're talking nonsense. But uh, ladies and gentlemen. Like so many guests before him. Yes, like so many. <laughs> waiting for us to just give him a minute to talk. Please welcome to the show, Grant Brown, the creator and founder of Happy Eco News. So welcome Ooh, to the show. Welcome. Well, thank you very much for having me, Jacob. Yes. Uh, I'm a big fan, and I love the show, and I love what you guys are doing, so I feel very honored and, and happy to be here. So thank I you. love well, it. Well, thank you. That feeling's mutual, Grant. We yeah. love Happy Eco News. It's, yeah. it's nice that there, there are so few places that literally are, are, are focusing on let's, let's bring out the positive in the environment. Yes. Let's make things a little brighter, a little happier, and yours is, is one of the beacons. So yes. we, we, uh, we are big fans of, yeah. of Happy well, Eco thanks. News. So, so uh, very glad know, it's kind of uh, unique in the space. It seems like everybody's focused on the negative right now, which is why I think uh, everything resonates so well between biofriendly and, and what I'm doing as well. So, yeah. uh, Absolutely. so thank you for that. Yeah. yeah, you've got you've got happy in your title. We've got friendly in ours. So we're you know we're, <laughs> we have we're bio. He has eco. <laughs> so, I mean, come three, on. three letter green words. We're basically eco, the same. Bio. We're basically the same. Yeah, it's yeah. Same. I love it. So, I love you it. know, I have to say something though. Yeah. Uh, at one point, we were going to call it the the friendly eco news. Really? Oh, were you really? Yeah, and and the funny thing is that we might not be talking right now. Right. Yeah. that. Right. Oh, we would be so upset. Or something oh, like definitely. This, <laughs> this would have been a, an environmental West Side story. We yeah. would have been snapping um, on each side and been like, keep it cool, boy. <laughs> when you're a bio, you're a bio all the way from your first happy week to, <laughs> to your, your last breathing air. Breathing guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Grant, what, where, what part of the world are you in? So I'm just outside of Vancouver, Canada, in um, beautiful British Columbia. So okay, so that, that's, the, it's official. The screen behind me that you can see is actually the forest in behind my home. And yeah. um, it's the place where I go and find sort of solitude. And, um, you know, it's interesting. Even my son now is you know, age 20. And these days things are kind of crazy in the world. And yeah. I think a lot of those young kids are dealing with some pretty um, – interesting and different uh, thoughts that we didn't have when we were young. Yeah. And uh, my son even now goes out there and, um, you know, you can just, it's called forest bathing. Actually, I don't know if you guys have heard sure. of it. Sure. Yes. Yeah, we, we did a show bathing. on forest yeah. bathing. Yeah. And so, you know, it's one of those really amazing uh, things where you can find that mental shift. Uh, it's kind of getting outside of your own head just by sitting there and observing the plants and animals and sounds that are all around you. So, um, so yeah, so that's, that's where I am. Um, interestingly enough, my town is actually called White Rock. 
And okay. White Rock is uh, founded by a um, uh, local um, uh, group um, many, many years ago. And anyway, we're um, right on the American border. So on okay. July 4th, uh, we got to watch American fireworks. So <laughs> yeah. it's kind of wonderful. They, <laughs> just right across the just border. Just looked there. out there and went, there they go. The noisy <laughs> oh, neighbors. And, you know, you guys do it big, I have to say. So we do. do. <laughs> In Los Angeles, we added probably I, a, Millions. a gajillion a tons gajillion, of CO2. Probably. So <laughs> many things went off on the 4th of July here. Just It was wild because we last year was like a, was was like the, the middle finger to the man uh, yeah. fireworks show that, yeah. that every... Yeah. So Every person in the city of Los Angeles, it seems, bought like production quality fireworks and, and launched them into the air when they were told no fireworks. No fireworks, and everybody was like, oh, "Oh yeah!" And then this year, I think people were inspired by the by the kind of revolution attitude last year, and so there were even more people this year who had those fireworks. Plus, they had the public fireworks shows, which had doubled up because nothing happened last year. So there is still. Yeah. We are still in a haze. Yeah. <laughs> so there pent, pent up frustrations, pent up excitement for, um, yeah. you know, getting free from uh, lockdown COVID. and then yeah. a whole bunch of cash burning a hole in the pocket. And, yeah. you know, fireworks sellers are doing a booming business. They yeah. are. They are. They I are. imagine there's a person out there that was like, I'm spending my entire stimulus check on things that explode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they probably did. Yeah, well, I'm sure. And we got to uh, we got to enjoy that, I suppose, yeah. in Los Angeles as we watched uh, watch it blow up in the sky. Yeah. Well, yeah. what I what I love is that Grant continues the the long tradition of our environmental guests that are from Canada. Yes. It just it just that is no longer a surprise anymore. But he is the first to take a picture of something that is behind the wall where he's actually sitting and put it in front of the wall via digital image I love it. on a Zoom background. I love it. It so, just makes it all the more rich. Thank you for doing that. that that's number one. <laughs> if I could have made it a live stream, I would have. I know. Oh. I believe it. Forest bathing live. We'll yeah. have to do. But a live I feel stream. like that's something that I was. I, I want to just do that in, in general, like on Zoom. Yeah. Just take a picture of of, like, of just the regular of the building background. that, that would have been behind me, and yeah. then put that behind me. Yeah. Hey, have we, you ever heard of those? This is a tangential thing, but you have you seen those things where people made a video of themselves, like bringing themselves coffee, <laughs> and then they put it as their background <laughs> for their work meetings. So it's so great. They'd have like they'd be in the middle of a work meeting, and then they'd have a video background of them bringing themselves coffee. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, here you go, well, Jacob. A video of me sitting doing Zen position in the That's background yes. somewhere, just forest bathing. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Love yeah. it, love it. Well, well before, you guys are welcome anytime. Uh, yeah. my forest is open to you, and you know, you guys want to come and bathe. Um, please do. That I sounds so to. wrong, but you know what the hell? <laughs> we're, if it's we're, wrong, I don't want to be right. Now that we're you know getting to the, to the point where we can travel around again, I mean, we, we have, uh, we've got yeah. a lot of people we have to visit, so we're gonna have to go ahead and put together our our, uh, our show. Yeah, you know, we got a road show. Yeah, our road show. We should do a documentary us, where I mean, we just literally visit every single podcast guest that's been on the show. Would that be amazing? Would that be amazing? Be amazing, right? Just to go from spot to spot to spot. I mean, we're doing. So we'll take you up on that. I don't know when what the what to fit fit it onto the calendar. But we will definitely take yeah. you up there and do some. We'll do good. live forest bathing. Yeah, for our audience. <laughs> well, before we get into happy eco news, which you know I'm going to direct our audience to go check out. While you and I were emailing back and forth, 
you told me some pretty fascinating stuff about just your life's journey. So I'd love a little <laughs> taste of both. I would love to hear kind of uh, some of the things that you've worked in and and in your journey so far. What sure. led you to create Happy Eco News? And then sure. we can just geek out about being positive uh, for the I'm planet. I'm totally happy to talk about me all day long. So awesome. Uh, awesome. Please, please stop me whenever you need to. Uh, <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's um, enough. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm just a typical uh, suburban kid from, you know, the Vancouver area of Canada. Uh, we're like the California of Canada. Okay. Nice. So I, I led that typical, spent a lot of time down on the beach, you know, just like with Spicoli and the boys. Nice, uh, nice. <laughs> Mr. Hand. <laughs> I love but, it. But, you know, uh, we all grow up. And um, I was very fortunate to have so much of an uh, entrepreneurial mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, have always sort of done marketing type stuff and cool. uh, got a little bit of education and um, rode the, the dot com bubble in the, you know, the late mid, mid, mid 90s, I guess that was. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just kind of educated myself on business and had a lot of starts, a lot of failures, a lot of successes. Um, and then I think it was around uh, 2009. So sort of in the, the sort of the aftermath of the big financial meltdown. What yeah. do we, do? we go and start a brand new company that has no basis for any thought that it would succeed at all, except um, we thought it was the right time and we didn't want to wait. Yeah. And what that was, was a uh, company that um, builds really large lithium ion batteries to hybridize wow. and electrify heavy industrial equipment. Well, so wow. how about the, you were, you were ahead of yeah, game so on that we're one. taking the biggest machines on the planet, the dirtiest industries, and we're making them clean. Yeah. So it's a pretty cool thing. Um, but, you know, when we told, say, you know, a 60-year-old ship owner um, that's worked his way up from being a deckhand to the captain and now owns a couple of boats, that, you know, you picture this guy, he's got his torn jeans and his work boots and, you know, his hands are like sausages from working hard his whole life. And then you say, he definitely yeah, has an anchor tattoo powered yeah. boat and we're going to make it run on batteries. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so there was a hard sell. Yeah. 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 Uh, for sure. So we had to get really smart with how we did that. And basically we ended up, um, you know, we sold it on the premise that they would get a lot of fuel savings. Yeah. We, you know, first walked in and we're like, Oh, we're going to make your boat green. And the mm-hmm. guy would go, well, it uh, doesn't need paint. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's the competitor's color. But, yeah. you know, they were really happy with saving some green, and that would be in the form of cash. And right. so, you know, we could show operational savings, um, you know, in some cases, millions of dollars. And that's a, a thing that you, most people would be willing to at least experiment on. And sure. just like anything else, there's always the early adopters and then the, you know, the sort of the big bubble in the middle and then, um, the, the laggards. And I'd say right now in Northern Europe and a lot of Europe is that they're sort of that, that wave is kind of growing. And yeah, so yeah. early adopters have made their moves. They've shown that it works. They've shown that they can save a lot of money and there's a whole bunch of green incentives. Now everybody's getting in on the, on the action. Yeah. You guys were just ahead of the game. We were ahead of the game and it was a tough grind. Like, you know, we did that for five years. But interestingly, you know, we went from, uh, I think uh, we spent about 80,000, neg- we're negative 80,000 the first year. And then we did about 800 in revenue the next year. And then 10 million the year after that. Wow. And then 35 million. 
So, Holy moly. you know, there was a market there and yeah. people were yeah. willing to listen to it. So, so that was, that was sort of how I got into technology. Um, then long story short, as one of the founders of that company, we, uh, all the founders ended up getting fired. <laughs> that's uh, that's not know, fun. That's uh, standard practice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was a bitter pill. Um, yeah. But we didn't have any non-competes in our contracts. And so we went on to uh, basically uh, out-compete them and outmaneuver them in a bunch of different ways. And uh, now the current company is doing very well. And, uh, you know, it's time for me to um, work on something that I... I feel is almost like a legacy project. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, um, happy eco news is super close to my heart, right? Like it's the, it's the last thing I check before I go to bed. And the first thing I check when I wake up in the morning and right. you know, I should be checking my work email, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I find myself, uh, you know, really just, uh, captured by this and, um, it feels good to help people feel good. And so, that's the the real nut of it, right? Like Happy Eco News is not about me getting rich. Um, it's not about um, you know anything for me personally so much as it right. is making me feel better. I guess yeah. you know, but um, it's about helping people who are potentially suffering from eco anxiety or that are you know looking to it like my kids, right? So I've got mm-hmm. a, an eighteen year old daughter and a twenty year old son. They're smart kids. One's going into political science. The other one's going into journalism. You know, they're going to change the world, but it's a brutal world that they've been handed. And so um, not everybody has the same depth of um, mental um, strength or in the wrong word. There's a lot of people that are hurt. There's a lot of people that are wounded and that are, uh, just feeling the pain these days. And so if I can provide a place for people to come and to see that there are actually good people doing good things, yeah. um, my goal is to engage them and then to give them hope and then to hopefully inspire them to start taking action in their daily lives. You know, yeah. small incremental changes that magnified over millions of people can actually make that groundswell of change that needs to occur in the world right now. Yeah. So, I have I have big goals for a little website, so you know if I can change a few people, that's that's great. You know, that's so. that's that's awesome. And 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 you had also shared that this has brought you uh, to. I think you got a chance to speak at some of the COP events. Yeah, or that's right. So uh, in 2015, um, we were given the opportunity to speak, um, and you know, it's it, the the. The, the, it's called the Conference of Parties. It's basically the COP21 uh, yeah. in Paris that I was at. And um, it's the, um, the UN Climate Conference. So right, that right. kind of puts it in perspective. There's tens of thousands of people at this event. Um, and it's kind of, you know, it was an interesting time because there was a real sort of feeling of a real feeling in the air where, you know, we can do this. We can make these changes and, 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 um, and it was an amazing thing. It's probably one of the highlights of my career. So, yeah, I was there. Um, I spoke at a, a, a conference on shipping uh, and clean shipping. And it was interesting because in 2015, nobody even realized that electric ships were a thing. Um, right. mm-hmm. Now they're everywhere in Europe. And uh, I'm quite proud to have been a part of that 
industry being born. In fact, as the marketing guy, um, I actually got to create a lot of the vocabulary around this industry. That's awesome. Just little things that I made up on the fly because I needed to have an acronym or I needed to have something to call uh, a process uh, have now become industry standard. And That's cool. uh, actually Google was referencing my webpage glossary for I think about 10 years. Wow. Um, they've changed the algorithm now, so it doesn't anymore. But, you know, those kinds of things are pretty amazing. Um, yeah. I was uh, interviewed at um, the World Futures Energy Summit in uh, Abu Dhabi, and I think that was in about 2012. And, um, you know, here I am. And, I, and I'm not like a public speaking kind of guy, right? I, I'll do it. But, you know, yeah. I get up there, my hands are shaking, my voice <laughs> is shaking sometimes. Jacob has that problem. Yeah, big oh, time. Yeah, Jacob does not just, like to you know. be in front of people. He doesn't like it when the camera's on him. He doesn't like to <laughs> have to. He's being so He's such a nervous Nelly. He's being so sarcastic right oh, now. He cannot stand <laughs> when people look at him. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't, doesn't seem to resonate somehow. <laughs> okay. uh, so yeah, anyway, yeah. here I am being interviewed in a man, you know, wearing the suit and tie. Yeah, all these high-powered people around, and um, this young woman walks up and she says, "I'm with BBC World News. I'd love to talk to a representative of the company. Um, would you like to, you know, would you like to do that?" And I'm like, "Well, there's my CEO. You know, I can't. I don't know. You know, I, yeah. I know the product in and out." And uh, so I, I did it, and it wasn't so bad. And then nice. afterwards, she said, "I said, so what's the distribution on something like this?" She goes, "Oh, BBC World News. Yeah." About 350 million worldwide. Uh, <laughs> Good thing she didn't tell you before. before because <laughs> I might not have been able to pull this off. Um, but the, the, the follow-up to that is actually just as I finished that, and I don't know if it was because the cameras were there or whatever, but there was a UN procession walking through the trade show floor where we had our stand. And uh, we had a nice open stand and product with lights and all of that. And uh, this unassuming gentleman walks up and uh, asks about the technology. And it turns out it's Ban Ki-moon, um, who was the head of the UN at the time. Wow. <laughs> and, you know, he's like, he's like, he is like royalty, you know, in, yeah. in sort of those types of circles. And um, responsible in a lot of ways for keeping the wheels on the bus during that time. Yeah. And, um, and he was just the nicest guy who was super interested in the technology, um, you know, and you wouldn't expect a man of his type, I guess, to be that knowledgeable about an early stage technology like energy store, lithium energy storage was at the time. Um, but he was, and he knew. And, and so that really gave me hope and faith that this, that the people that need to know about things are actually knowing about those things. Yeah. You know? Yeah. The people They're in power that are making the choices. They don't think windmills cause cancer or, yeah. you know, kind right. of crazy stuff, right? So, yeah. so it's good. Um, they also... And, they, um, uh, and, you know, what can I say? Like, from a, 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 you know, a guy that hung out at the beach all through high school <laughs> uh, to, you know, on the world stage talking, rubbing shoulders with some of the biggest, most influential people. And, and there's others, right? I could go yeah. on for yeah. hours on this, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. 
No, that's that, that's awesome. It's a, it's a it's a great story. It's one it's wonderful. Are you still are you planning to uh, hit up any more of the COP events coming? Yeah, coming so forward? I was just invited to the COP twenty six in Glasgow. Yeah, and uh, it was postponed. I was supposed to be there last year. Yeah, but of course during coronavirus they postponed it. I guess you know they kind of were funny about having all the leaders of the world all in the same place during a pandemic, I, yeah. I guess, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this year, I think everybody's vaccinated, at least I am. And yeah. um, they'll um, they'll be going ahead with that. And once again, we're not sure how it's going to play out. It might not be the same format. It might be completely changed. Sure. Um, the, the group that I'm going with, uh, it was interesting. We had uh, um, booked a whole bunch of hotel rooms and then the hotel company canceled them all and then reissued them at, you know, refunded our money and then reissued them at about four times the rate. So, wow. um, so we rented a castle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there you go. That's how you stay in Glasgow. Yeah, That'll be good. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're going to do it, do it, it right. You yeah, know, yeah, those, yeah, are, those are building construction methods that are low carbon and last literally forever. <laughs> it's yeah. right. It's right. We need more castles. Yeah, exactly. More castles. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we, we, may, we may see you there. We're, yeah. we're, uh, we're, we're, we're uh, working out our own, our own little plans. Uh, we'd we'd kind of gone back and forth depending on if it was going to be an, an in-person event or, or yeah. cause for a while there's talk about doing, doing something remote, but uh, I think, I think, uh, yeah, I think we, we may, we may end up out there ourselves. So we, 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 uh, we may have a room there. at the castle. Yeah. Oh, oh, awesome. Well. Oh, All right. Well, our lodging we'll are, meet lodgings you are set. at the castle. Yeah, that's good. So bring a, me just, you know, I know your, your, your listeners are probably not that interested, but it's a, it is an actual castle. And it comes with an executive chef. And I'm not, uh, I'm not paying for this, me. but it sounds good to me. You know? Sounds right. great well, to well, me. Well, it's a date. Uh, go yeah. ahead and keep that room. We'll keep be there. that, we'll, keep we'll, that room uh, open. We'll stay with you. Sounds like a plan. Well, <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to talk a little bit about, because I know you understand, and, and our audience who's you know been listening to the show, when it comes to positive environmental stories, <laughs> this is the <laughs> daily struggle that yeah. we live, because... There's not, like Noel said at the beginning, there's not a lot of us out there. And if I'm looking for podcast subject material or I'm looking for just articles to tweet about, to share and all that stuff, you can waste a good two to three hours on the Internet just looking for positive topics because people just aren't reporting on them. They exist. But I, I wanted to talk uh, a little bit about, I wanted to ask you, because you did create this, so you must have kind of felt that same inclination a couple years ago. Totally. So I started it on uh, January 1st, 2018, from a Starbucks in Hong Kong. Okay, and, nice. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Starbucks in Hong Kong is a different thing than it is in the States, I have to say. Yeah, Starbucks um, in Hong Kong was an album by, uh, I think, Marcy Playground. Think. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, correct, anyway, yeah. go on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I had no idea. No, oh, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you get this me every is time. Jacob being you silly. Get me every yeah. time. That's I'm so, so funny. sorry. Yeah. Uh, you can't, you can't so, believe a word we say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So anyway, we're, um, my wife and I in 2017, she had just finished a job and, you know, she had a long career in the apparel industry. And um, I was at a point where my boss was asking me, you know, to move to Europe and be closer to the customers. And we decided that we didn't want to move to Europe and replicate our lives, you know, there like we had in mm-hmm. Canada. Yeah. And uh, we wanted to do a more of a cultural tour. So I persuaded my boss to let me, I said, you know, if you, Really what you want is me to be closer to the customers, but, but really, really what you want is me to tell you that I will always be there for them no matter what or when or how. And he said, yeah. yes. And I said, if I can guarantee you that, do you really care where I am? No. 
So I'm going to go and travel. So we took our kids out of school, homeschooled them for a year, and traveled throughout the world, basically. Wow. We ended up in awesome. 20 countries on four continents. I think it was something like 35 cities. Um, and our kids are teenagers, right? So it's not a, you know, it's not a small feat. Because <laughs> 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 uh, they can be adversarial at times. Sure. But, you know, what we really wanted to do was try to take our kids out of this sort of um, – upper middle class suburban bubble that we live in, in White Rock. And we wanted to take them to places and uh, let them know how, like, so they really could understand how other people in the world lived. And ultimately what we found was how they were suffering. And, um, you know, we're, we're all worried about, we have, we have the luxury of eco-anxiety as somebody recently pointed out to me, who's a person of color she said, you know, having eco-anxiety is like, like my day-to-day, right? Like, um, you know, you have the luxury of eco-anxiety, but I have to worry, you know, about other things that are much more immediate and pressing that are going to affect me. Sure. So that was in a kind of a wake-up call. But we took the kids, we went to all these countries, and we found that people were human, they were kind, they were giving, and they all wanted the same thing at the end of the day, and that is a better life for the, their families. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they were living in pollution and squalor in these high density. Um, like we didn't go to the club meds. We went yeah. to this, the small towns. We went to Cambodia. We went to uh, places in Malaysia. Um, but it was Bali. And sort of at, just before Christmas time, we flew into Bali. And um, it was in a rainstorm, you know, as it's rainy season in Bali. And um, we got to our Airbnb, which was right near this beach called Changu Beach, which is just a premier surfing beach. We wake up in the morning, my wife and I grab some coffees at the stand and walk down to check out the shore break. And the shore break was phenomenal. But the plastic on the beach was Mm. everywhere. And it covered this beautiful pristine white sand beach and guys i can tell you it wasn't even one square foot of of sand didn't Mm. have a piece of plastic on it it's awful everything from flip-flops to breaks your heart they they sell single-use glasses of water yeah yeah the plastic cup you peel off the thing you drink it you throw it away there's absolutely no recycling wow and it was overwhelming. And, you know, there's this beautiful place that I've been just because, you know, we'd been to all of the sort of places where people are struggling. And I was thinking, looking forward to Bali and just doing some surfing. Yeah. And um, and it was that, you know, and then there's a picture of my son. He gets up on the board for the first time. My wife's on shore. She's got the big Nikon camera with the long mm. lens. <laughs> we look at the photos later. Big piece of plastic film stuck to his leg. Wow. You know, so anyway, it, it was one of those kind These of those um, moments. Yeah. You know, real impactful moments that um, I, I had a real tough time with it. And, you know, I'd seen a lot up until that point. I've traveled a lot. Right. Yeah. And yeah. And but that really rocked me. And so I got home and then now my only connection to or sorry, back to our, our place. And the only connection to home is um, the Internet and a lot of social media because we're on different time zones and all the news is bad, you know. There's environmental rollbacks. There's um, doom and gloom and dire <laughs> warnings. And it's like, it's all bad. It's all bad. Yeah, it's all we're bad. all going to die. But they, I, they, they call it I, doom scrolling. You know, 
you know, doom scrolling. That's the nickname for That's it, which it. is this, this culture of where all your scrolling is doom. So go on. Yeah, yeah. And so I was doing that and that's a word now it's in the lexicon, but yeah. I'm, I didn't, it was nothing. I had never heard of that before, but I was doing it. So, yeah. um, it got to the point where I, but I was, it didn't reconcile with me. It didn't make sense because I work in clean tech. I yeah. could name a dozen people that are true innovators working actively cleaning water, cleaning plastic pollution, you know, yeah. doing all these um, really good things for the planet. And they're doing it, um, they're doing it as businesses, yeah. right? These are not government funded programs that are just going to evaporate into thin air when the money runs out. These are yeah. people that are hardworking and that are actually making a go of these businesses based on solid economic principle. Right. Yeah. So I could see that there was good people doing good things. And I always come back to that that saying, good people, good things. And it's become kind of my tagline. So I wanted to fairly represent their work in balance to the negative stuff. And I get it. Negative stuff, it's psychological. It gets more clicks. If it gets more clicks, it gets more screen time. You know, it's just, and then people, they can't help. They go, what's horrible? What what, what do I have to worry about now? And then they click, right? Um, so, so my thought was then to just simply start promoting them. And it, and it was like, um, I would find a, a story, I would post it on social media. It was that simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I started doing it and then I started finding more and more stories. And then I kind of got to the point where I had found a few sources of stories that were so robust that I figured I could have at least five a day. And um, then I created the website and a mailing list. You know, I was already collecting names on a mailing list. And um, so now I'm getting about 100,000 viewers um, a month. It's not it's not huge, um, but it's growing and it's growing organically. And people are telling their friends and I have done almost no marketing on it. Right. So, um, you know, it's I think got a lot of potential um, in terms of a business. Um, but also in terms of um, doing good for for people. Yeah. So, so that's the long story. I love it. Well, that's what you're here for on a podcast. You get a chance to stretch your legs and oh, tell the story of how it came yeah. to be. Yeah. So, and then the other things, you know, like good people doing good things, right? So, um, uh, you know, it's it's amazing getting these emails and messages from people from all over the world. Just recently, most recently, a person from France just emailed me and said, hey, you know, thank you so much for what you're doing because it was just feeling pretty bleak. Another one was um, a, a young guy from, I, I think he's from the UK, and he said, I am suffering from such severe anxiety about the future and the planet that every time I see a forest, I, I, I can't deal with it. I have a panic attack. Wow. And now, I'm no psychologist. I have psychologists that have written for me on the website. But yeah. um, all I can say to him is, you know, stop reading the bad news, right? And yeah. um, I don't want – I'm not – he basically said the Happy Eco News is what he reads now. He doesn't go anywhere else. So I'm going to send him to BioFriendly. And yeah, I was going to say, you know, now you can send him to two yeah. places. <laughs> Well, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting time and it's an interesting problem. I mean, the the, the way that the way that media has sold stories has always been to uh, to to spread chaos, right? Yeah. To, yeah. to to 
accentuate the the gloom, the doom, the problem, the the how we're how we're all done, right? I mean, before before it was you know environmental issues, it was you know nuclear holocaust was coming. We we're yeah. all going to die in, in, in yeah. nuclear hellfire, yeah. uh, and then you know before that it was wars, and, and you know I mean it's it's, it's never it's. It's how you sell it's papers. How, it's how you sell papers. Yeah, it's, it's, it is. But it's how it's how you do it's it's how you do the business. And and they've never learned any better. And that's you know probably it's because that's the way humans work. And I guess that's just what we we like to doom scroll. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which which is well, you know some of us you know and yeah. I, I don't know that we like it. I think that's, I, well that's, that's it. we thing, we can't right? help it. We, yeah, we yeah, can't yeah. help it. But uh, but doom scrolling. Yeah. But it's um, like, you know it's kind of like a you know uh, what do they say a train wreck. You know yeah mm-hmm. you, you can't help but watch and. I think it's maybe something, you know, evolutionary. Like we, we want to know what, like when somebody hears that somebody got killed, what happened, right? That's the first question. What, how, you may not ask it because you're too polite or you might, yeah. um, but you always kind of think, well, what, what was it? And, and, and it's, I think, because we want to know what to avoid. Yeah. So yeah. we're intrinsically um, wired to, okay, what's the danger? We have to be alert to that. We have to be aware of it. But when it's constantly in your face all the time, then it becomes, I don't know if we become desensitized to it, which we may, um, but it's definitely unhealthy to have that sort of permeating your brain all of the time. Yeah. So, you know, we're giving them a break. And and that's well, what you guys are doing too. So, hats off to you guys as well. Thank yeah, you. And you as well. I'm glad yeah. we've got get some get some uh, help out on this island, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but uh it's it's an important it's an important side of it that I think has been forgotten because there there is there is enough bad news to report that if you don't also supplement it with with all of the good news that actually exists. Yeah. Like when you when you actually start to that's the thing I think people don't realize and something we try to we try to show on this you know, on, on our show and, and also on, on Biofriendly Planet and that we see also on, on your site is if you're actually in the middle of it, if you're actually getting your, you know, getting your hands dirty with the problem of fixing this planet, you start to see who's out there doing it and you start yeah. to meet the people who are in the middle of it and you start to get involved in, in, in the whole scene and you realize it's, this is not, it's not like we're being blindsided by all of this anymore. There is, there is a lot happening. You know about it because people are looking at it, people are studying it, and people are actually making very effective solutions to, to solve it. Yeah. And uh, this is going to be a shock to everybody who listens. We say to, to anybody who listens to the podcast, but we're going to figure it out. We we're are gonna, figuring it out, and yeah. we are going to get out of this. Yeah. This, this is as, as much as it seems impossible based on everything you read. We are going to get out of this because you, will, you have no idea how much energy, how much force, how much positive power is actually being put behind yeah. solving the problem. Yeah. It's billions more than you can... Billions of dollars. Billions and, of dollars and uh, bright just, minds. Yeah. 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 Well, this is the thing. And, and one of the interesting... So for me, the benefit for, for me personally for Happy Eco News is I'm interested in this stuff. Like I'm, in, yeah. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm also an environmentalist and yeah. I've turned into a bit of an eco-activist as well, I guess. But the it's like fuel for me to see these people that are doing these amazing projects. Um, But one of the interesting trends that I've been reading about is the, um, the brain drain from polluting type technologies to going to green type technologies. Hmm. So simply put, it's kind of like what happened to the tobacco industry sort of during its demise. And what that is, is that all the brightest minds are not going into tobacco, right? Right. All the brightest yeah. minds are going into maybe pharmaceuticals or something else at that time, 
Right. Yeah. What's happening right now is all the brightest minds in the world are not going into destructive type technologies. Right. Like fossil it's fuels true. or whatever. They're not the brightest guys in the room are not looking for a new way to extract coal. Right. They're looking for a new way to create energy that doesn't have that negative impact. Exactly. And the those big companies, the traditional blue chip companies that, you know, still wield a big stick um, economically are having a real tough time finding. I mean, it's not impossible. You pay them more money. Yeah. Right. The yeah. writing is on the wall where these young people want to go when they come out of university. Well, and yeah. and a lot of these big companies are are being forced to do to change. They yeah. they are. I mean, yeah. you see you you see. I mean, I I don't want to go <laughs> go touting the horn of, of of Shell too loud or anything like that. But you <laughs> see that they've they've kind of they've been forced by what's happening in the environment to change their business model and to over the next. You know, they're well, saying 50 years. I think they'll find that they've done it in 20 because they have yeah. no choice. They have no but choice. They've, they're, they're, they're shifting. They're shifting yeah. away from oil and into natural, into, a, a you know, into sustainable energy. ones, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, Shell is doing it. Uh, British Petroleum. Yep. Um, yeah. You know, here's a company, British Petroleum. Petroleum. Yeah. yeah. They are going completely, uh, I, I believe, completely carbon neutral or carbon free. Like they're divesting completely. And I think it's by 2040. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. they've got some runway. Um, yeah. But they're doing it now. Yeah. And all of a sudden, their share value went up. Pe- right. the, re- the investors are not reacting poorly to this. Um, another one, um, which I'm fond of talking about, is I've worked with them in the past, and they're Danish oil and natural gas. They're called yeah. Dark Energy. Sure. Um, in 2017, they completely divested from fossil fuels. So they went from oh. being Danish oil and natural gas. They called themselves Orsted after, I think it's a 17th century um, inventor of electricity type stuff. Anyway, right. uh, scientist. Here's a company that was worth billions of dollars in revenue, completely turns their back on the very thing that put them on the map because they knew it was the right thing for them to do in the long term. Right. So they're looking at it. I'm sure they took, I'm sure they took a big hit in values sure. um, yeah. and revenue and all of that, but they knew, they thought it was the right thing to do and they've gone ahead and done it. And so getting back to what, what you were saying, Noel, is um, about the fact that, yeah, we will fix it. I absolutely believe that as well. I have absolute faith in humanity's ability to solve these problems. And, you know, I'm super excited to see America uh, coming back into the sort of the, the proactive group. part of the climate yeah. conversation yeah. because yeah. nobody can do more faster than Americans when they put their mind to it. So, you know, I, it's, it's going to be a group thing. We're all going to have to do this together. Yeah. But, it's one planet. You know, yeah. when you put some strong minds and some ingenuity and some creativity and entrepreneurial skill to it, uh, great things happen. And Absolutely. so I think that's what we're going to see in, in the near term. Yeah. And, and, and I think that to, to your point with Happy Ego News, we, we're already seeing it. It's just that it's not being reported on enough because yeah. it's not it's not selling papers. Yeah. So you know, but you know, and and that's that's okay. So we'll we'll keep at it and eventually we'll keep at it. And we'll be that source. It'll, it'll get there. Yeah. But you know, you well, just Joe right Rogan here in, of the environmental world, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's, there you go. That's very good. You're, that's the second time we've been there. Yeah. That's what that's what uh, we're that's getting there. To, uh, yeah. Topper from Good Fair, he called us. He said, "You guys are going to be the Joe Rogan of the environmental yeah. world." So I, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. I'll yeah. take it. I want I want that guy's numbers. But but yeah, I I we were really excited to have you. That's this pretty much the uh the end of the show but i i wanted to just say 
we are like-minded individuals. We're trying to do the same thing, and we really want to spread the word to the audience that you can doom scroll all you want, but you occasionally you got to stop and admire the good work, the good news, because it will inspire you. It'll fill your heart to go, I can keep going. That's just human nature. Yeah. you got to have that kind of pep talk every now and then. You know? Yeah, i got to yeah. come up for air. Yeah, yeah. got to come up for air. And you've got to remember that, you're you are doom scrolling because this is what sells, yeah. not necessarily because this is all there is. That's all there is. Yeah, well said. You know, and my kids are pretty engaged, and they understand that the algorithm has them locked down pretty good. And you know, yeah. it's it's they're a little resentful of these big corporations that have been manipulating them since they were toddlers. You know, yeah, bad on me for letting them have the devices at a young age. We didn't know any better. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the genie's out of the bottle now. Yeah. Uh, so how do we rein it in? A yeah. reckoning, I think, is coming for those companies. I think, yeah. I think there's Maybe. a, you, you can yeah. see that there's a, there's already a kind of a groundswell that's, that's, that's growing. And I, I think it's going to get worse just because, as you say, the, the brightest minds aren't, aren't happy about it. And they're, yeah. they're, they're yeah. shifting yeah. their attention. They're shifting their focus. And I, I, I think that you're, yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. I think there's going to be, there's yeah. going to be some backlash for some of those companies. There, well, there's hope for the future is how yeah. I like to put it. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know what? Because because that's what people do. We survive, right? Yeah. We, we find a way to to, to make survive. it. And it's 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 it is hard for young people right now because they've they have been lambasted and blindsided by something that I think none of us quite understood. Yeah. I think um, the other thing about that is that they don't have the um, luxury of uh, wisdom that comes from age, and right. um, so they're getting all of this negative news all the time. Mm-hmm. They know they're being manipulated by an algorithm by big businesses and big companies that have all this data on them. But what they don't realize is that because they just haven't had the personal experience and length of time on the planet is that all of those things change. That pendulum swings back and forth constantly. And, you know, somewhere in the middle is maybe where we need to be. But it's gone. The the media companies didn't ask for permission to take all our data. They just took it. But it's our data. We can take it back. And so just like the environment, you know, those big companies that are polluting and and feeding us what we think they think we want or what's good for them, um, they've just done it. They haven't asked for permission. But we own this planet. Right. Right. And it's ours. And it's the animals and it's the trees and it's all of these things. That one little small subset of people that are profiting from its destruction um, will have to wake up at some point and either change or become the dinosaurs. Yeah, so, they'll change or they'll go extinct because that's yeah. because this is yeah you're right. This the snowball is rolling down the hill and it's only getting bigger. Yeah, I'm so excited for the future. I can't wait to see what the next ten years brings, and I think it's going to be good. And I, I think, think so and too. I think that that's the reason that we have the the, the websites we have, right? The networks we have yeah. is, is because our perspective is a little different. But that's because we're again. We're in the middle of it, and I think yeah. that that's that's something that I that I, I try to we try to encourage people to 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 think about on the show is that when if you if you get a chance to talk to the people who are in the middle of it, you'll you'll see that we're not we're not just sitting on our hands. There's, yeah. there is stuff happening. Everybody's there. hard at work. It's happening. Yeah. Good people doing good things. Yep. Good people doing good things. Grant, this has been just absolutely amazing. Is there anything uh, else you'd like to say before we we say goodbye? Oh, gee, I don't know. Just take action for everybody who's listening. You know, yeah. do one thing. Um, there's a young guy in California that was on the website recently. He started picking up trash in his local park. He's now done it for more than 600 consecutive days. Yeah. So cool. Awesome. 
That's such a huge difference. It, see, it seems like it's nothing. But you know what? You go out and you clean. Think about somebody just going out every day and, and picking up some trash on that beach you run in Bali. Yeah. 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 If yeah. enough people just started doing that, started yeah. picking up it. Now, that's not going to end up in the water now. It'll yeah. be, you'll be, well, yeah. well, some of it might, depending on how. <laughs> we'll get to that later. That's a whole other animal. <laughs> but, but you have a chance for, for less of that to get, you yeah. know, to get out into there and you, yeah. and you, you keep the environment cleaner. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you guys very much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. And um, yeah, thank you if for joining us. Yeah. I can do to help out BioFriendly in the future. I'm I'm happy to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well you are officially a friend of the show. A friend of the and, show. Uh, so you're stuck, and we're partying yeah. in a castle in Scotland. Yeah. Hey, you got t-shirts? Cool. Yeah, we get. We're we're working on getting some t-shirts at some point too. We'll, we'll so. trade t-shirts. Yeah, trade t-shirts. Yeah, that's that's perfect. So. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, thanks so much. We'll we'll be in touch, and uh, can't wait to put this episode out, and we'll we'll talk to you soon. Okay, sounds great, guys. Thank you very much. All right, thanks so much. We'll talk right, to you later. We'll see you later. Okay, bye. Bye. Well, that was awesome. So that's that little change that we talk about, obviously, here, but also that they talk about at Happy Ego News is that little kind of mental change of like, you know what? I guess it is my responsibility. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I am yeah. the one who has to clean this up, which yeah. is which is hard, I think, for a lot of people because you do get angry, right? I yeah. mean, you get out there and you're, you're on the beach and there's all the stuff there and you're like, what? But? Nut. Yes, exactly. But not did this. And did I, this. Yeah. I get, I get real. Uh, the most angry I get is if I'm on a hike and somebody has graffitied like a rock or like, uh, oh, that makes me furious. Which is such a California thing. It such is, an LA thing. It is such an LA thing. Yeah. When you go out to these like beautiful areas and then, oh, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, but we'll end on a positive note. Okay. Positive note. And what's the positive the note? The positive note is... Um, so because you say positive, we can't end on that. Then we okay, have to have a okay. new note. Positive note is this. To... to La. La. Okay, good. That's positive. <laughs> All right. And it's a note. <laughs> All right. We have been your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. Carefully avoiding neonicotinoids. And uh, we are the Siegfried and Roy and Meryl Streep of podcasts. This show is a joke. <laughs> Never believe. Step one. Quit. <laughs> step one, think. Step step one, start. Step one. Step one. What is step one? I forgot step one. Step one. Chill out. <laughs> that, was step. Like, that was like a real time where I knew you weren't messing with I me. Didn't know, I, I, I could see it. It just completely left his brain. No. Step one. Chill out. <laughs> I love it. He needs a monocle. <laughs> and then that's where I say spilling the teeth since 2019. And then there's another one, right? I know, but Isn't we there did. like a Sasquatch lives or something? We totally blow the microphones here. I can't remember. Last week we did have a bunch of like stuff there at the end, but who cares? Doesn't matter. All right. Yeah, I probably <sighs> should write them down, I guess, or I guess. No, I no, guess. if we can't remember it, it's not real. It's okay. going on the shirt. It's okay. going on the shirt. Okay. We'll put all, okay. all the stuff on the shirt. Deal. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, well, now we've spilled the teeth. we spilled the teeth. We can so, cheerio. cheerio. Bye. <laughs> awesome. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast. It's the Bio Friendly Podcast.